got to think of some way of starting this. Forget the starting bit of it. Let's just get on with it. Because it's just... <laughs> You're just being angry about it all. It's for fun. Hello, my name's Mike, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Lizzie. Right. <laughs> um, we're just going to do like a podcast that's just uh, looking at weird news from around the world and getting each other's opinion on. And it's for fun. And it's for fun. 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 So I've trawled the internet for uh, quality news items. Of which I bring four of them here for your, yes. Thanks, Hector. Podcast dog. Um, <laughs> we're joined by our dogs, Hugo and Hector, as well. Hugo looks perplexed by the whole thing. Uh, what are you? What the hell are you doing? I'm trying to have a sleep, man. I don't think he understands what the contraptions is that you've added. No, to probably the not. Probably not. So, uh, so yeah, I found four odd news articles from around the internet. I'm going to read them out and then we're going to get each other's opinions on them. So are you ready for this? I'm not sure because you've picked them out, so we'll we'll see. Strap yourself in. Article number one. (laughs) Mum drinks sperm smoothies to fight off coronavirus. So obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic at the moment, so I thought it's apt. It's current. So you got that from a classy tabloid then, really? I got this one from uh, metro.co.uk. What? Yep. So, a mother of two believes that drinking smoothies with a shot of sperm have helped her to boost her immune system and it's preventing her catching coronavirus. Hold on. Is the writer, is the journalist a male? I don't know. I didn't look into that bit. I think that's an important part of this story. Well, I'll see if I can find out in a bit, but let's just carry on with this. Okay. So, Tracy Kiss, 32... So she's not had a cold or flu for three years. Is her name Kiss? Yes. That's real? Yes. Apparently. So she's not had a cold or flu for three years because of her concoction, which is made up using donations from her boyfriend, and that she takes three shots a week. Is this three shots of sperm a week, or is it three smoothies a week with the sperm in it? A week? Yeah. Doesn't make thinking. So Tracy, a personal trainer from Aylesbury, said... A personal trainer? Yes. Yes, a personal trainer. It said, I found a free and vegan-friendly alternative method to boost the body's immune system. You don't always know what is in pharmaceutical medicine. Is it vegan-friendly, though? I don't know. Would you class that as vegan-friendly? I mean, technically, it's from from a mammal. Yeah, it's from a a living species. So I don't think it is vegan-friendly. That's one in the eye for you, Tracy Kiss. Um, it is much better for the body to drink something that doesn't contain chemicals. It isn't much different to a mother breastfeeding her newborn to give them the nutrients they need. Hold on, I do have a big issue with this already. Go on in. Well, I'm guessing that sperm is the same as milk or any fluid that you put out of your body is going to contain whatever you've put into your body. So it's not going to be chemical free. Well, it depends what her fellas what had, her really. Um, it isn't for everyone, but it is packed full of vitamins. And I haven't had a cold or flu ever since drinking it in 2017. 
I also put it on my face to clear up my skin. So <laughs> the, the first question I have is, A, what made you decide to start putting jizz in your drinks? And B, I read an article on Vice um, where they actually got some people to put sperm on their skin and it actually made most of them come out in spots. So I don't believe it makes the skin come up clearer. What would it be like a face mask? You know, the ones where you put it on and then it dries and then you have to peel it off. Is that how it would work? I don't think you can peel sperm off. Well, it dries, doesn't it? Yeah, I imagine it would go like... You know, like when you like get a milk... transparent film, yeah. Yeah, when you get milk on the, the lid of the carton mm. and it goes all flaky. Your skin doesn't really absorb it, though, does it? No, I can't imagine it would. It's not a moisturiser. No. So I don't get how it would help your skin anyway. Although those women in those videos on the internet would have you believe it's a moisturiser. This remedy has not been verified by the World Health Organisation. Well, there's a surprise. Yeah. Um, Tracy continued, It is best to consume semen as close to production as possible to get the most nutrients and benefits. So, basically, she's going up to a fella and saying, I fancy a smoothie. Do you fancy knocking one out so I can put it in? It's going to be warm. Well, for a bit anyway. What else does she put in the smoothie, though? I often store it in the freezer in an ice cube tray as my partner, who does not wish to be named, and I Hold are in on. a long-distance relationship. Just, isn't that a bit of a contradiction? She just says that it's best to fresh, and then now she's putting it in the freezer. Yeah, but also she's saying she's in a long-distance relationship with this guy as well. So how is she going to get the sperm? I don't know. Is he, like, putting it in the post? or He must be doing it while he's, like, there in front of her. What, so if he goes and sees her for like a weekend? No, because if you're saying a long-distance relationship, that's kind of saying that you don't really see each other at all. Obviously, speaking from decades of experience, I mean, that's... Of freezing sperm? Is that something <laughs> that you're doing? No, of knocking one off. Um, oh. That's not one session. To fill up an ice cube tray is not one session. To probably fill up one little ice cube thing, maybe two at a push... But if you're there for like three days, you're going to start depleting sources. Is she like making him milk himself like some kind of human cow to fill up an ice cube tray? Maybe, or maybe he does actually just send it and it's not actually his. Ooh. Maybe he's asking other people to help him. The quantity depends on how hydrated my boyfriend is on the day. I sometimes have a shot or disguise the taste in a smoothie with fresh berries and bananas. I think a lot of people try new ways to boost their immune system when they start presenting symptoms, but that is too late. You must make immune system strong prior to an illness to ensure you can fight it off. Tracy believes semen consumption will prevent coronavirus as she leads an active, healthy lifestyle and a supplement has helped her immune system. Bollocks, really. I, I cannot see how engulfing jizz in a smoothie is going to boost your immune system. No, I don't think Tracy exists, really. Because there'd be some women out there who, let's be honest, would be immune to everything if that was the case. And well, some men. Well, it doesn't make sense, does it? Because if you... I'm pretty sure that if you don't... If, if your partner has got something and you're digesting their sperm, they can pass something on to you. Yeah. Well, that's not healthy. No. No. I mean, that article's just bullshit. And if they're having really. a long-distance relationship, let's face it, 
possibly he could be sleeping with more than one person. Well, he could be. Which would mean you would be open to diseases. Yeah. I mean, that's just any way you would, but... Coughs and sneezes and sperm in your smoothie spread diseases. Ooh. Yeah, no. So you're not tempted to... Uh, no. No? No. I could... No. No? Okay. All right, well... You can... You know, if you think it's a health benefit, benefit go ahead. You can try it yourself. No, no, I think I'll pass on that one. Sure? Yeah. But yeah. I thought you... No. no. Okay. No. Okay. No, I welcome illnesses. If you do it, I'll do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. This next article is more to my taste. And the other last one wasn't? No. Okay. Britain's UFO hotspots revealed. It's music from the X-Files. Never so, watched it. What? I think I watched one and then I was like... I, I was freaked out and then I was like, yeah, no. No more. Good job I've got all of them. We can watch them from start to finish. Chris, I didn't have a, a crush on... Gillian me. Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Yeah, Gillian, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I had a hard crush on Gillian Anderson. I know, you told me. Mm. Like a fine wine, she's got better with age as well. I mean, you can't say that about everybody really, can you? No. I mean, look at George Michael. Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> I meant boy George. Anyway, so previously classified documents sealed for 61 years have been revealed to show the UFO hotspots in the UK. Do you mind? It's people who are actually interested in this, me being one of them. I knew you were going to get some sort of UFO thing thrown in. The discoveries were reported by air traffic control employees, pilots, police officers and journalists. So not just any crackpots. Crackpots with high-ranking jobs. In 2009, which was when the RAF stopped collecting records, London was top of the list with 54 sightings. Kent was second with 30 sightings in the same year as Lancashire, 24, Derbyshire, 22 and Essex, 22 made up the rest of the top five. The Midlands is also a major hotspot with over 109 sightings as counties like Warwickshire, Lincolnshire and Derbyshire make the top 15. Sightings is by, it's saying it's UFO sightings, isn't it? Yeah. So it's just lights in the sky, basically. Could be lights in the sky, could be shiny metal objects in the sky. Have you never seen anything odd in the sky you couldn't explain? No, I mean, there's a helicopter like every other day flying over. Oh, well, that's that's looking for... Criminals. Criminals, yeah. Yeah. An incredible 626 sightings were collected in 2009 along the whole of the UK. Apparently the best time to spot UFOs is between 8pm and 1pm, with the, the sweet spot being between 10pm and 11pm. So, round about pub closing time, apparently. Yeah. According to a 2020 YouGov survey, one in five Brits admitted that it's likely that aliens currently live on Earth, whereas 65% say it's not likely and 15% are undecided. Do you think there could be aliens living on Earth, Lizzie? I don't know. I don't I don't really know what an alien looks like. Do you know do you think we are alone in the universe? Yeah, I think there's all sorts of different species of things out there on other planets. Yeah, of course. 
yeah, I think the chances of us being the only living planet in the whole universe is slim. Slim, yeah. Yeah. Slim to none. You would think it would be a bit more frequent if it was, if there was aliens. I don't really like the word aliens, to be fair, because that just conjures up an image of a big round head. Well, like, that's that's right, uh, the traditional. So the, alien. the traditional grey alien with the big bulbous head and the big black eyes, yeah. almond shape eyes that freaked me out when I was a kid. You get your greys, your reptilians, and then your kind of Norwegian tall blonde ones as well. I've never heard of any of those. Well, I know of another podcast called Skeptics and Believers um, that you could listen to to get genned up on paranormal i'll pass thanks so what's your general feel about ufos do you think ufos are a real phenomenon or just i don't know i wouldn't say that don't i don't think that i think there could be aliens but yeah i just don't like that word the word alien because it just seems like okay move on move on from that (laughs) it just seems like a cartoon okay use that do you think we are being visited by extraterrestrial beings i think there's probably something else there but i don't think it's probably harmful I don't think that it's... it's. You're like a politician. You're not answering my question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's... Hu- because I don't know. How can I tell you something Do you think they're know? visiting us? Do you think they're coming millions of light years to visit humans on Earth? To steal them? To put probes up their bum holes? No. To mutilate cattle? No. To make crop circles? No. To observe humankind? No, and that's what I mean by aliens. That's the sort of alien thing, and I, don't, I think there's something else, but I don't think aliens in terms of what you're saying is... So you don't think they're coming here in spacecraft and... I don't know, the spacecraft thing, I'm just a bit like, well, wouldn't you think it would be, you'd see more, and why why would they be able to... Why can't they just fly? <laughs> if they're aliens, why can't they just fly? Why do they have to have a spaceship? What, where does that come from? Because they're beings that can't just fly through space unaided. You're talking about aliens. You're talking about something that could be possible. So that means that you should be open to anything is possible. Well, okay. If that, from your point of view, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm trying to be a bit more realistic. <laughs> well, no. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be, there isn't a, a line. You know, it's just a. You don't know for definite any of that. Asteroids and comets could be aliens, then, in that case. But then they go and check them out, don't they, when they land? Not land, but when they hit the Earth. Well, only the small ones, because if they're really big and they hit the Earth, that'd be a big problem for us all. Yeah. But, yeah. So your, your opinion is aliens don't visit the Earth. Extraterrestrial beings don't visit Earth. No, I think there's, there is something, but I don't know whether... I don't know. It's not. It's not like. It's not something that I really give that much thought to. Well, there's entire TV channels and YouTube channels dedicated to it. They can carry on being dedicated to <laughs> it, but I won't be watching them. Okay, moving on to article number three, which is more to your tastes and mine. Novelty toilet roll cakes keep Finnish baker in business. So again, this one's related to the current pandemic, because uh, this is May 2020. A quick-thinking Helsinki bakery has saved itself from financial ruin due to the new coronavirus pandemic by creating a cake that looks like a toilet roll. The dismayed staff at the Rontasorova bakery found all of their orders cancelled last month 
at the same time as panicked consumers began hoarding toilet roll. This sparked the idea of a toilet roll cake made of oat batter, passion fruit mousse, and covered with a white fondant. I, I've seen a picture of it. Apparently the first five cakes sold within an hour, and it's become a social media hit. Helsinki? Where's Helsinki? Finland. Oh, okay. So the bakery now has hundreds of orders, um, and they've even been able to hire two extra people to increase their team size to help with making the cakes. So how would you feel about eating a cake that's shaped like a toilet roll? I mean, I pretty much will eat any cake. Yeah. doesn't matter what it's shaped like, as long as it's really good cake. You see, I would have thought a toilet roll would have been a chocolate cake. I don't really get why they're selling so many of them, though. Why would you want to buy a cake that's shaped like a toilet roll? Novelty. Or maybe you're hoping that, you know, Auntie Edna will uh, accidentally wipe her ass on a cake rather than... Some toilet roll. Bit of an odd thing to make, though, isn't it? Yeah, and the weird thing is, even though they've made it, okay, yeah, that's weird to start, but the fact that people are actually buying it, yeah, that it's actually in demand, that's even weirder. Stuff in Finland is not cheap. No, I was thinking that'd be quite expensive. Yeah. So the owner, Sana Lampian, um, said, for us, it's a game changer, and I'm relieved because I know all my employees are safe for months now. I mean, it's good. It's good that they've managed to keep their business afloat yep. and hire additional staff to like make, make these bog roll, roll cakes. cakes. But they're not that big either. From is what it I've one seen. toilet roll or is it two? It's a single toilet roll. I wonder if it's hollow in the middle. Would they get an empty toilet roll and build the cake around it? Don't fancy making a toilet roll cake. It doesn't appeal to me. I would have thought it would be quite simple to make, mm. to be fair. I wouldn't have thought people would have wanted to buy it. I don't. It's not like, you know, when people buy things for Christmas and celebrate Christmas. It's like, it's quite a... Odd thing. Yeah, it's quite a dark, serious thing that's going on at the moment, so... Well, at least it's not shut like a coronavirus cell. True. Well, give it time. Someone will probably do that. Probably. Okay, moving on to our fourth and final article. Is this one going to be better than the last two? The first one wasn't too bad. It was a bit tacky, but... Is that a pun? No. Woman dating a chandelier has discrimination case thrown out. This is from the mirror again. Oh, it was Metro, wasn't it? Yeah. So a woman who claims to be in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier has lost a discrimination case against the son. Amanda Liberty says her sexual orientation is an attraction to inanimate objects, which has been described in one academic paper as objectum sexual. That, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, it is a thing, isn't it? I've heard that of... people become attracted to... Bridges. Yeah. And houses. I know the cars thing. Yeah, yeah. That was a big thing with cars. cars thing. But a chandelier. Well, a chandelier's up on the, ce- on the ceiling, is it? You're not even near it, so... I couldn't imagine looking at a chandelier and getting sexually aroused. Maybe it's got sharp edges on it or something weird. Like, I don't know. Is it shaped like... Loads of penises, maybe. Maybe. She's 92 years old. I can't imagine it would be. The chandelier is 92 years old. Yeah. See, I imagined it was going to be like a big glass one. I think from what I saw in the pictures, it was like a glass and gold one. Yeah, like the old style one. Did it have drop gold uh, yeah, and glass droplets Yeah, she rubbing her face on it. Weird. Weird. Um, she's spoken out about her unusual love story in the media previously, saying she plans to have a commitment ceremony to Lumiere. Got a name. Is she English? 
to show that my love is going to last. Is it Lumiere, the singer of um, Beauty and the Beast? Beast? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Be our guest, be our guest, rub my chandelier on your breast. Oh. Ms. Liberty from Leeds was Leeds. Le- Leeds was featured in The Sun when columnist Jane Moore wrote an unusual awards column for 2019. She awarded her the Dagnum Award, Two Stops Past Barking, as in Barking Mad. Oh, okay. Saying she married a chandelier-style light fitting and asked whether she was dim and dimmer. She complained to the Independent Press Standards Organisation that The Sun had breached Clause 12 of its Editor's Code of Practice relating to discrimination. In the article published in December, she said that by awarding her the Dagenham Award and asking whether she was dim and dimmer, the article was pejorative to a sexual orientation, which means uh, disproving or putting yeah. contempt. But then why would she put it in a newspaper? I don't know. Because she, she must have sold her story. Yeah, so she sold, sold the story. So she wants people to know. Yeah, let's be honest. When people have stories about themselves or are interviewed for stories about themselves in the press nine times out of ten they are paid cash monies for doing so so one she was actively putting her sexual preference out there in the public but two also got paid money for it as well as well she said she was not married to the chandelier but merely in a relationship with it now well that's there's one thing being attracted to an object but the fact that she thinks she's in a relationship is a whole different kettle of fish because a relationship for me involves two consenting people for most for most people no everybody relationship is both people are consenting yeah if it's not consenting it's not a relationship it's wrong there's something going on now, the Sun opposed Ms. Liberty's complaint, arguing that sexual orientation in the context of Clause 12 covered people who were attracted to people of the same sex, the opposite sex, or both, not people who were attracted to objects. The newspaper also said it was not aware of any reputable definition of sexual orientation which included objectum sexual. Dismissing Miss Liberty's complaint, the IPSO ruled that Clause 12 provides protection to individuals in relation to their sexual orientation towards other persons and not to objects. As such, the complaint's attraction to an object did not fall within the definition of sexual orientation as provided by Clause 12. So they recognised the complaint, but basically said, you haven't got a leg to stand on. And the newspaper was free to publish the information and was not in any breach of code. No, she was paid for it in the first place, wasn't she? Yeah, I think... I I mean, if you're going to go to the sun for a start... I mean, that's where you go wrong. But obviously you wouldn't go to pretty much other papers, would you? Got to make you think that people who have these attractions to inanimate objects, A, firstly, are they 100% mentally sound? And B, what do they expect to happen when they put it out there in public. the public domain? Because, you know... It's it it's there for people to have an opinion about it. It took it took the world a very long time to become mostly, and I say mostly because there are people out there who aren't, but mostly accepting of same-sex couples. I would imagine it would be a very long time before the world was open to Denise four doors down being in love with a lamppost or Ms. Liberty being um, in a relationship with Lumiere, the the chandelier. 
Yeah, I don't. I just don't really get that because it just makes no sense. Is the chandelier still on the? Is it each like like up on the ceiling? No, or is it? She kind of like can carry it around and. Is that what she does? Take it to different rooms with her. I'm guessing so. Does that mean that if she goes out for some? Well, not currently now, but does that mean historically she's gone to restaurants and yeah. taken it with her? Yeah. Chances are, possibly, yeah. Does that mean it, she's got a double bed and she sleeps with it in the bed? Potentially. I mean, like, did you ever watch the Channel 4 documentary about the the blokes who bought these, what they call real dolls, life-size sex dolls, basically? But what they would do is they'd dress them up and, like, a couple of the guys would take them out to the park and have picnics with them. It was all very odd. I've seen a couple of things like that. I think... I think that just comes down to the fact that it's a bit of a cop-out, really, because you're just having a relationship without the hassle. Well, you're not having a relationship at well, you're all. You're not really, really having you? a relationship, but you are kind of just going, this person, this thing, loves me unconditionally and doesn't have an opinion about everything, anything, so... How does it show its affection by turning on? What, the light? Yeah. Well, not if it's not if she's carrying it around, it's not plugged in, is it? Well, that's true, yeah. So it's, it's, that's not going to work. I know. Technically, it's an antique. Yeah. And I mean, how old is this woman? Didn't say, but I'm from the pictures, I would hazard a guess that she was probably in her mid-30s. What a peculiar thing to say. I know. Not that she's in her mid-30s, but yeah. So yeah, that that's four random weird articles from the Classy. internet. From the best of British tabloids. From the best of British tabloids. So yeah, we've had a woman guzzling spunk in a smoothie to ward off coronavirus UK UFO hotspots a bog roll cake and a woman dating a chandelier what a strange world we live in so that's uh, that's us for this episode join us again if you wanna for another episode until then stay alert Stay stay at home go to work don't go to work take care bye bye this podcast has been brought to you by obsidian shark productions